This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Financial Tech and the Guide Rock Capital Management Commentary recorded on September 4th, 2013. host Jim Collison broadcasting live from, actually from the Gallup campus today. Andrew and I are back in early Wednesday morning and uh, out here in Omaha, Nebraska. And of course we post the show with including the written commentary each week out at TheAverageGuy.tv. Financial Tech brings you the latest market commentary from the award-winning Andrew Hunt, CFP and President of Guide Rock Capital Management, located right here in Omaha, Nebraska. If you'd like to receive a free copy of the commentary, just send Andrew an email. You might want to put subscribe in the subject line. His email address is Andrew underscore Hunt at GuideRockCapital.com. I look forward to getting that commentary each and every week. You might want to get on the list as well. Andrew, I know you're a little under, weather, under the weather this morning, and I appreciate you doing this. Let's get through it. Yeah, so bear with me, guys. I have one of those dreaded summer colds. Um, so Jim might have to do some creative editing at the end to edit out my coughs, and I'm sure my voice sounds about uh, three three uh, tones lower. So, well, last week was crunch time in the National Football League, with the 2013 regular season approaching rapidly. NFL teams cut about 700 players from their rosters over the Labor Day weekend, and that's a big cut about a 40% drop in player employment as rosters were paired from 90 players to 53. However, it's not likely to have a significant effect on U.S. unemployment data, and that's really what this week ahead is all about. Last week, markets jittered and slumped on the news that Syria was thought to have used chemical weapons against civilians. According to the New York Times, 70% of the stocks that traded on the New York Stock Exchange finished lower, and 73% of those listed on the NASDAQ lost value as well. There were signs of renewed optimism on Labor Day. Um, although U.S. markets were closed, world markets responded well to news that there would be no immediate American military action against Syria. And encouraging economic data from China and Europe helped, to pair the, uh, helped share prices too, um, although it didn't do much for government, government bonds, gold, or the Japanese yen. Post-Labor Day, investors will be anticipating employment data with the zeal of Green Bay Packers fans decked out in foam cheese heads awaiting opening kickoff at Lambeau Field. <laughs> the Financial Times, a British publication, has very little interest in American football, but a great interest in U.S. Federal Reserve policy. Put it this way, quote, members of the U.S. Federal Reserve Open Market Committee will get their last pieces of information about the labor market before their all-important September meeting, which has been heavily trailed as posing the first real opportunity for the Fed to embark on a taper. The U.S. economy has been recovering at a painfully slow but steady rate for more than two years now, and with no sign of any step up in the pace of improvement, the Fed policymakers face a finely balanced decision. End quote. Seventy percent of New York Stock Exchange stocks closed lower on Friday, and no matter what happens, emotions are likely to be running very high this week. I know they are in our office for sure. Well, there's some sobering statistics and investment ideas uh, that sometimes go hand in hand. When one of America's favorite fast food chain unveiled a new product in Japan, some people wondered how long it would be before this fine innovation, a three-quarter pound, 1,100-plus calorie serving of potatoes called Mega Fries, would reach our ever-so-hungry shores. 
<laughs> Others deliberated on the ways in which higher consumption of nutritionally deficit foods may affect obesity rates and illnesses in countries around the world. They may have even done a Google search to ascertain which companies are working on cures for diabetes, developing treatments for heart ailments, or bioengineering organ replacements. Guys, a key measurement in evaluating the ill effects of diseases and health conditions is the Disability Adjusted Life Year, or DALI. According to the World Health Organization, one DALI can be thought of as one year lost of healthy life. The sum of these DALIs across the population or the burden of disease can be thought of as a measurement of the gap between current health status and an ideal health situation where the entire population lives to an advanced age free of disease and disabilities. DALIs for a disease or health condition are calculated as the sum of the years of life lost, a YLL. Due to premature mortality in the population and the years life, excuse me, years lost due to disability for people living with health conditions or its consequences. It's depressing to note that mental disorders and drug and alcohol abuse are the biggest drivers of disability. They account for more than 7% of DALIs. That's more than diabetes, HIV, or tuberculosis, and almost as many as cancer. Globally, in 2010, depression and anxiety were responsible for about 11 million lost years of healthy life in the age of 20 to 24 years old. Drug use also appears to peak at about this age. The number of DALIs for depression and anxiety appears to decline with age. Perhaps the best idea uh, out there is to is uh, corporate wellness programs. Uh, we actually have one here at our office, and research published by Harvard University in 2010 found that medical costs declined by about $3.27 for every dollar spent on wellness programs. In addition, the cost of absentee days decreased by about $2.73 for every, do every dollar spent. And I know uh, anecdotally here at Gallup, uh, the wellness program that they instituted many, many years ago, long before it was uh, you know, a popular note, has had a significant impact on, on claims for uh, health insurance and uh, wellness here as we measure it uh, through the well-being program. If you'd like to learn more about that, feel free to contact us. Uh, it's a big part of my job. I spend a lot of time thinking about well-being uh, here at Gallup. So here's the quote for the week. When you are offended at any man's fault, turn to yourself and study your own failings. Then you will forget your anger. That's from a Greek Stoic philosopher. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, don't throw stones for people who live in glass houses, right? That's right. Always, always reflect on our own. Andrew, uh, just kind of off topic real quick, thanks for struggling through. I appreciate you doing this morning. We try and get out of here each and every week to get, to get you updated. The numbers have been climbing, so we appreciate you listening. Uh, but maybe on a personal note, any pro teams that you're following with football season getting ready to kick off this weekend? Uh, where do you you know you can't speculate about the market? What do you speculate about the uh, the NFL? Yeah, here's the deal, Jim. I am an avid uh, fantasy football player, and we had our draft last night. And I'll tell you, I took uh, uh, Arian Foster uh, pretty pretty high up, Cam Newton as well as for my quarterback mm -hmm. for my team. Um, so here's what's happened over the course of the last six years is I I've no longer have a team that I follow. I have players, so I'll be sitting on the <laughs> I'll be sitting on the couch with my wife and say, honey. We want player number 14 to throw an interception right now. That would be really great. And so I keep track with my fantasy football scores, as I think a lot of a lot of guys do and a lot of gals do. And uh, so I don't have one team. I used to root for San Diego, 
Um, I was uh, a San Diego fan for a while, but they've kind of fallen apart. And I am a, I'll go ahead and say it, I am kind of a Fairweather fan. So uh, I don't have one team. I've got my fantasy football roster. All right. Yeah, it kind of has changed the way we watch football uh, because we don't, we just reroute for plays, right? That's right. And uh, we've stopped rooting for out- outcomes in the most part. But uh, we know on the investment realm, right, of course, it's a long play over time. And uh, and so we appreciate everyone who's comes out and listen to that. And uh, if you've got, if you want to compete with Andrew in, in fantasy football, just over email, send him an email, Andrew underscore Hunt at theguiderockcapital.com. Andrew, thanks for coming out. If you're new to podcasting and you're looking for a way to listen each week, we have two new ways. Uh, one, well, we have, well, I should say one new way. Stitcher, we always talk about each and every week, stitcher.com. You can sign up out there, just create a username and password. You can put Stitcher on your playlist. It's available on any browser and any iPhone. Android phone, uh, Windows phone. It's available out there for you. You can get those podcast, this podcast each and every week. Then we have a brand new way for you to do it, and actually a pretty popular way through iHeartRadio. So we're brand new out on iHeartRadio. You can download that app on Android or iPhone as well. Go to the Shows section and search for Financial Tech, and that's available. I just looked it up this morning, and it is available for you out there. No reason you can't get the podcast automatically. Uh, if you'd like the ver- the audio version of it only, you can also check it out on Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Spreaker.com is available out there. And, of course, it's always available at TheAverageGuy.tv, and uh, you can head out there and get the show notes as well. Be sure to visit Guide Rock Capital. That's just GuideRockCapital.com. Follow Andrew on Twitter. He is at Andrew D. Hunt. You get all the show notes for this show out at TheAverageGuy.tv. Now, Andrew and I say thanks for listening. We appreciate you, you the listener out there doing it, and we'll catch you up with you next week. Remember, be smart about your investing. GuideRock Capital Management, Inc., or GuideRock, is a registered investment advisor that is registered with the state of Nebraska and located in Omaha, Nebraska. GuideRock and its representatives are in compliance with the current registration requirements imposed upon investment advisors in the states in which they maintain clients. GuideRock may only transact business in those states in which it is registered or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. Important information describing GuideRock's business operations, services, and fees can be viewed on the SEC's website at www.advisorinfo.sec.gov. GuideRock will provide Form ADV Part 2, which serves as the firm's disclosure document to all clients. Copies of Form ADV Part 2 are also available to interested parties upon request. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No current or prospective clients should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product made reference to directly or indirectly on this video, website, or indirectly via hyperlink or any affiliated third-party website will be profitable or equal to past performance levels.